It's Wednesday, my dudes. And welcome back to the Well-Dressed Nerd Podcast. I'm the Well-Dressed Nerd, and this lovely person is Germ. A.K.A. the Well-Dressed Nerd's most favorite tubby friend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Too kind whenever you give that introduction and title to me, but hey. Always. Always. So, uh, last week I challenged Alex to make a playlist with some of his favorite movie soundtrack uh, tracks. And I gotta say, you certainly had a interesting lineup in your stuff. Some good old classics that everyone loves. Stuff that... You know, never I wouldn't I wouldn't have expected from you. So uh, let's dive in with the first uh, couple songs, eh? Uh, yeah. So let's go over like the first five, since I already uploaded all the songs, and I'm still not t- used to doing things the the new way, like I said yet. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So my bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so that would be. The love theme from Blade Runner all the way up to, I guess, one, two, three, four. Um, Dead Already? Dead Already, or like Skyfall, I mean, you know. So, um, yeah, like I, some of these like tracks and like some of these movies I've seen, I've heard of, um, stuff like Blade Runner, uh, Shawshank Redemption, Black Hawk Down, and I, I was like, hey, this is really good stuff. Um, though, I was curious, the second choice you chose... Uh, Generique from Miles Davis. It sounds really friggin' awesome, but I, I couldn't pick up on what movie that was from. Was uh, that like a... Okay, so I actually found that soundtrack by accident, gonna be completely honest. Like, not, 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 not for this. Not for the sake of this playlist, I found it by accident. I found it in the past, like, by accident. You know, like, when I'm discovering music, it's like I don't always find stuff, you know... that easily right um you know and i like my jazz i like miles davis and one day i was scrolling through his albums and i found this um this piece within this album in french which means elevator to the gallows that's what it means what the fuck that's the most badass thing i've ever heard it is, but the movie it's for is, like, really, really old. It's, like, an old noir film uh, that I, mean, I never watched, but I do kind of want to. Obviously, the soundtrack is all basically done by Miles Davis, and it's really, really good. Sound- well, yeah, Again, soundtrack-wise, at least yeah. I know that. Yeah, I can certainly pick up on the fact that, like, I could have guessed that it was a noir film just because that classic, the jet, like, the moody jazz music with like the trumpet solo i was like "Ooh, this is mysterious this is interesting right and that's how i decided to do this playlist to be honest like i wanted it to be um you always see those ads for uh han zimmer doing the master class and like he's always talking about like it's a feeling you know um, yes i kind of wanted to embody that idea because I agree with him 110%. You know, it it's a feeling that the whole piece is supposed to evoke. And then I would say the same thing is true of the overarching soundtrack for any film. So I kind of attacked this like a soundtrack. I wanted it to be like a bit of a roller coaster of emotion. Like I wanted it to start in one place, go through like um, a wave or two of different things, and then, you know, kind of 
come back to where we from where we started. Yeah. It's certainly an interesting way to like compose such a playlist. So I I give props to you again, sir. Thank you. Uh, so yeah, Hans Zimmer was actually uh, one of the people in this playlist. He was actually uh, the third piece in this playlist, uh, the Mogadishu Blues, which is from Black Hawk Down. Great movie. Yep. I love that film. Same. I did a report on it in, uh, what was it? In high school, but I'm trying to remember the grade. It was like <coughs> 11th grade. Bless you, by the way. No, we're good. Thank you. But You know, I had no idea he did uh, the score for that, and uh, you know, it, as soon as you hear it, you're like, you you know, Desert Town, like, shit's gonna go wrong. It just hasn't gone wrong yet. But it, it's gonna be bad. It's like the calm before the storm. Um. I mean, and it's it, it, storm. It's, it's, it's very, I wouldn't put it that way. I would put it more like, um, it's very establishing shot-ish. You know, like. You yeah. would use it for an establishing shot in a film. So, right. for those of you that never went to film school in any, any capacity, or you can probably guess, like, context-wise what that means, but it obviously means uh, the shot that sets up the location and such. So, that that's what the establishing shot is. And, like, the music of Mogadishu Blues establish, helps establish that setting. So, and then... We go from there. Uh, another another thing that kind of took me by surprise was um, in like one of the songs in the first five or six, and also later on in the playlist, um, you used a, uh, a few songs from the American Beauty soundtrack. I, I was not aware of that. Love that, your... that film. Not not to interrupt you. No, so yeah, I was just gonna say like I was not aware that you were such a fan of that movie. Um. So. The American Beauty is like when I was taking editing in school, when I took editing one, you know, this was all the basic stuff. Um, we got an assignment and it was to put together our own trailer or to like, it's either you made a new trailer for a film or you made the trailer like kind of bend the genre that it was about. Like you could take a comedy and make it seem like a horror film or make a horror film seem like a comedy, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, you know, I could have gone that route and I didn't go that route, but, you know, I was like, American Beauty, which, like, I hadn't really seen the movie. I never saw the movie. Um, but I was, like, aware of the some of the references to it. Uh, the cinematography obviously was fantastic. The falling petals everywhere. Like, I, I was enamored by it. And so I basically found out the entire plot just from watching the trailers, which I used to make the new trailer, and I actually liked what I did. I just don't have the, the uh, trailer that I made anymore. It, I don't know, it was kind of like lost, never to be found again. Um, so, yeah, but I enjoyed it. I probably could do a better job if I did it again, but I don't feel like it. Uh, if you were to do the um, the other like, part of that project where you basically trailer-bent uh, a movie, uh, or genre-bent a trailer for a movie, uh, like, what would you have done? I'm curious. Uh, back then, I don't remember what movies were out. 
am not out, like, at the time, so I really can't say. Uh, but I guess if I, to, to, I guess to kind of answer your question, I guess if I was to do it now, I don't know, maybe I'd do it with the movie It, because that's, like, so big right now. <laughs> Turn It into a comedy? Yeah. I mean, like, hey, clown, Pennywise. Yeah. You could, you could, sir, I'm sure, like, I haven't seen the movie, like, I've seen bootleg clips, and I'm sure there's a few things where you could make that, like, extremely funny with the right, like, music and right mindset. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, th- there was another project I had to do back then where we redid the score for, um, like, a trailer, essentially, and I did, I redid the music from The Artist, if you ever saw that movie, because I love that movie. Uh, Can't say I have. Uh, black and white film, like, modern black and white film, silent film, uh you know, about this, like, famous actor back in the silent era of film. And he basically loses out to this new, like, female actress. She becomes more popular than him and and all that kind of stuff, no? Mm -hmm. Oh, well. uh, Very old school kind of film, but it got, like, a bunch of awards. It did really, really well. Uh, And it was so retro, I was like, hmm, you could, some people take the retro and then make it, like, new, like, uh, the newer version of the Great Gatsby film did that, which I didn't necessarily like, I actually kind of hated that it did that. Uh-huh. Like, like, it could have done it to a certain extent, but I think it went too far, and, like, the way it did the music, and it kind of pissed me off. Uh, so... No, nothing I could really do about it. It wasn't my project, you know? But... Right. <laughs> but whatever. That That's what they uh, did. Yeah. So, go, uh, going further a little bit down the list to uh, the songs between the Mia and Sebastian's theme to, I believe, Do What You Do. Uh, first of all, how dare you put the me and Sebastian theme on this playlist to trigger all my emotions? Well, you know what? It triggered my emotions first, especially because I watched it before you, and I you guess. loved you loved the soundtrack before watching the film, and you were like, "I need to see this film." And you know, like I remember watching it, like because it, it put me in one of those moods at the time. Like you remember, like I was like, "Wow, f- f- fuck." Yeah. Uh being lonely sucks. Um, yeah, we'd hear that. We'd hear the theme in our fucking. We'd play it, or I'd play it for shits, and we'd both just be like, <laughs> and, and this was even before we saw the movie. So after I saw the movie, oh no! When you saw the movie with me, after the fact, you you couldn't take it anymore. You were just like, oh, no. this film is great. It's beautiful. The colors and everything. There were so many people that like that either loved that film or just didn't like it. Not hated yeah. it, but they just didn't care for it. Yeah. Which, I mean, I know a few who, like... No, actually, yeah, you're right. Like, I don't I don't think I know anybody who hates it with, like, a blinding fury. But, like, I know people who are like, oh, I just don't particularly care for it. I'm like, why, though? Literally, that... Like, you, you told me about, like, that there was going to be an ending that's going to rip your heart out. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we'll see about that. You were like, uh, I-, I could take it. I'm a man. I'll be fine. It can't be anything worse. 
And I got so attached to their fucking chemistry and like the music was so beautiful and their parent like just the chemistry was such a really good cats casting choice that when that fucking ending happened, I felt like literally uh someone just collie mod me and like ripped my heart out of my chest. I was <laughs> sitting there for like a few minutes like uh what I couldn't I was like speechless almost. Yeah, and then it also didn't help that I was, like, talking to that, like, one girl at the time when that was happening, and, like, we hit it off, like, at least, like, intellectually, but then it, like, turned out to be nothing. Yep. So that was totally fun and made me want to die a little Hooray. bit on the inside. So, yeah, I, we could gush on and on about the wall and soundtrack at least i know i can yeah i but, mean um, for that class actually i i wrote like a review of the entire soundtrack and like uh the girl that i was talking to at the time like made a very good point about the soundtrack that i wasn't thinking of i guess because i was just so enamored with it uh you know before we move on to the next topic um yep. you know she was like she was like I lo don't get me wrong like the soundtrack was good but it's like you know it didn't stay true to you know jazz like the whole film was like all about jazz and it's like there, there was only a tiny bit of jazz there was like very like n uh new avant-garde jazz and i was like okay you know what that that's pretty true i can't i can't argue with that i was like where where's where's the gregory porter like you know the, these people that are like shaping the jazz industry now like where is right. that yeah um, i think i think the main the reason why is because i think it was just trying to focus more on being it's basically like a new age like Hollywood like movie musical like I remember like I remember sitting there and I'm like oh my god these are like literally shots that I could see back in like an old like 50s or 60s m movie musical it was very very nostalgic and that's why yeah. some people had problems with it there were like very like intense articles over that like yeah. which I felt were like <laughs> I just personally felt were kind of unnecessary like okay you know, like, they, they made it about... They made it into, like, a huge race thing. And I was like, dude, it's just a movie. Like, can you chill? You yeah, know? Like, the movie wasn't, like, supposed to be about race. And they made it into a race thing. So, I don't know. I just don't like when people do that as much as I don't like getting into politics. But, like... Yeah. Like, I, like, I, I want to keep my politics out of film. I love debating it. Like, I've told you in the past... And we've discussed politics in the past, but I, I, I just generally want it out of my film unless the film is meant to be discussing that in the first place. Yeah, fair enough. I, like, I'd offer up my sense, but, like, I feel you, like, let's, like, let's not talk about, let's not go on a political rant uh, back and forth. We can do that if we decide to make another show. So, uh, which we wouldn't. I would never want to discuss politics on the internet unless, like, I don't know, I was just, like, really popular or something and you know i don't know it's certain right. people i watch were like to invite me to talk to them you know like i don't know maybe i'd do it maybe i wouldn't just because either i want to stay out of the, that part of the limelight or not i don't i don't know so uh moving on down the list uh we got we had a uh, bang bang my baby shot me down from kill bill one which is fucking great um and that uh i was i actually was curious you had the next two songs after that, uh, Let's Go Crazy and Don't by Prince, or the artist formerly known as Prince, and Don't Stop. I 
actually didn't recognize what movies they were from. Like, they're good songs, but I was like, what movies? I don't really know which one Don't Stop was from, but it was from a movie. Uh, that, that, that I get, like, I can be positive that it was in a movie. Uh, Let's Go Crazy off of the Purple Rain album. That entire album was a soundtrack to a movie, I think. The Purple Rain movie. So... Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it was the Purple Rain, like, film. So, that, that was just the thing in itself. And it's hailed as one of the best soundtracks for a film of all time. <laughs> you know, like, like, you can go on, uh, uh, Rolling Stone's magazine's website and like they have a piece on that like best soundtracks of all time you know like i use that like for some inspiration i guess and that was still one of the things even though i already put it on there <laughs> um actually just ahead of that uh was a song called vitamin c by cam now main people that listen to like the mainstream stuff do not know this band at all this band is part of, like, a, a very specific genre that people don't really know about. And I personally like a lot. I found the genre in, like, junior high school. And it's part of this genre called Krautrock. I don't even know if you know what that is. What the fuck is that? Okay, so, brief explanation, as brief as I can make it, is Krautrock is this, like, form of music, this German like, made music that was made popular right after, um, like, World War II, and the people had problems with it, like, they, there was a whole, like, political thing with it. Right. Um. As most rock music does when they start up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, and, you're, like, you listen to it now, it's just like, that doesn't sound very, like, political, like, 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 it has that kind of, um background to it like like that wasn't in the music but it was like part of the uh culture i guess right at the time and it it's just like really interesting like there's this uh, probably so can is one of the most famous bands from this whoops uh genre and uh the the other band that's like really popular from this genre is called new spelled n-e-u with the, uh, like, like, colon, like, sideways colon go that goes above the U. I don't know what that's yeah. called. Um, uh, yeah, no. But it makes the U sound like U, so new. Um, and I, uh, when I found it, they, they had this really interesting music, and I thought it was so cool and different. And I was like, wow, cool. Like, no one listens to this. Like, I'm, I'm such a hipster. <laughs> Like, no, no one listens to this, but it's so awesome, you know, no, more people need to find out about this, and, you know, I found out, like, some of the other bands I listened to also have listened to it before, you know, like, Porcupine Tree and all that kind of stuff, so, uh, it's, it's really awesome stuff, I would like to do a piece on it at some point, like, maybe we'll, uh, we'll do, you know, some other, like, focuses on genres, which is actually what it, that's going to be something we're going to talk about at the end of this. Like, we'll go into that. Fair enough. Alright, so rounding it out to, like, the the next, like, the last third of the playlist. Uh, first of all, the the trifecta of John Williams tracks. Uh, nice, nice. Everyone loves some, some John Williams. Same artist, because, you know, not 
not necessarily totally intentional, but, you know, all very big deals in terms of soundtrack. So, fun fact, if you still go onto the album, like, for the Star Wars Force Awakens movie, mm -hmm. um, if you still go onto that album on Spotify, your player becomes still becomes a lightsaber. Amazing. You, like, you can literally go on there right now and look at it. It's it's great. I, I loved it. For every song, it's the same color lightsaber, which kind of made me sad. But Aww. whatever. It's still awesome. But you just can't be choosy, I suppose. Yeah, no. And then, you know, Jurassic Park, it's like, okay, it's a classic. Sugarland yeah, Express, it's like, I've never seen that movie, but... I know I liked it. I know it sounded really, really good. And it was, like, it helped me round out the the playlist so that it came back to the beginning. So I went with that. Right. I was I, I was wondering, because I've never heard of Sugarland Express, and I was I thought, like, oh, it's like, oh, maybe it's a movie I called a scene before. It's extremely obscure. Haven't seen yeah, all of them. By... Have seen quite a few of these films. Like, Vitamin C... Going back to that really quick, like, that was from a movie called Inherent Vice with Joaquin Phoenix. It was a very interesting movie. It's a movie I guess you should watch. Not that it was necessarily like, oh my god, like, you need to watch this, it's so great. The plot was very confusing. Like, I finished that film and I was like, what just happened? <laughs> you know. What's it, like, what's it, like, about? If you, like, if you want to, like, throw a little mini-summary. A uh, mini-summary of Inherent Vice, it's basically 60s, or like 70s, I think the 70s, 70s like film noir, uh, about like a hippie cop, and, uh, you know, him trying to understand like why this girl went missing, and then, you know, drugs, cops, racism, blah blah blah, bullshit, you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, Still interesting, uh, like, I need to watch that film, like, two or three times to, like, really get a grasp on what was going on in the film, like, towards the end, uh, unless I just looked it up for myself, which is a bit more boring, but, you know, <laughs> I mean, I guess that's what I would do at this point, because I don't feel like necessarily watching the film again unless I watched it with friends, like, I would watch it with you and Johnny, uh, Johnny Watts because he's really good at that stuff, like, where he, me and him are always talking about Rick and Morty, like, I do want to do stuff with him about that kind of stuff, like, very much, like, nerdy book club type stuff. Where you just break down themes and little, like, Different, th well, cool it, could, it could be that, but it could also just be, you know, about various topics, you know, video games and such, like, I wanted to do a piece on, like, the new Sonic game, but then I never got around to it, and yada yada yada. Um, but but there is a famous YouTuber I did reach out to about doing a video, like a while back, and like he got back to me the same day too, and he was like, "Yeah, no, go for it. You know, good luck with that." Um, and I was like, "Thanks, man. I really appreciate it." So uh, maybe I'll do that with Johnny. I would totally want to get that started at some point. Awesome. You know, and he's a film major, he's learning how to edit and do all that stuff, you know, he can at least, I guess, help me, um, in some way, shape, or form. But, getting away from that, the last three tracks. Right, so, um, obviously, like, you got Clouds Up from The Verdant Suicides, which I've, I've never seen, I've heard about, and it seems kind of interesting, but I just never really like oh so so you don't sit down 
you don't know the plot at all. I maybe. Um. I... Well, it started as a book, The Virgin Suicides, and like it was a pretty messed up story. Uh. So I don't know. I didn't watch the film, but uh, I almost met the cinematographer who did the film. His name is Edward Lackman. Um. You know, and obviously he's good what he does at what he does. Uh, and the soundtrack was always great because, you know, Air did it, and I love Air. Don't we all? <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, I was like, I mean, we can't live without it, so... But no, really, the without the cheesy joke, the band is really, you know, d- different. You know, the, like, like, yeah, it's electronic, like, kind of music, but it's... It's very, like, airy and light and, like, very melancholy-ish. That, me- like, melancholy electronica, that's kind of how I would describe it. I mean, I'd, I'd be surprised if it wasn't melancholy in any sense, considering that the fucking movie is called The Virgin Suicides. Fair point. Which, uh, I, think, I think it's on Netflix, so if you ever really wanted to sit down and watch it, it might be on there. No guarantees. Maybe down the line. Uh, but uh, bottom line for the plot of the Virgin Suicides is like a new guy moves into this neighborhood, and then uh, there are like these like kind of like cute girls that live across the street, like this family of cute girls. Um, and basically, the whole movie is them just out of nowhere, one by one, like they all kill themselves, and. It, in, like, really intense ways, and I was like, oh my god. Oh, well, that's disturbing and depressing. Oh no, the film will totally depress you, for sure, absolutely. But, you know, I mean, is it a good film? Yeah, it's a good film, as far as I've ever heard. Well, I guess if I'm feeling particularly down, then I know what movie I'm gonna watch. Well... Yeah, there you go. Or you could go back to American Beauty, because that was the track after Clouds Up. Yep, and then followed it up with one last track from uh, the Blade Runner soundtrack, which... I gotta say, are you are you excited for the sequel? I... Okay. Blade Runner sequel, I am excited but hesitant, because the cinematography, I will say, already looks great. Like, they really nailed the cyberpunk thing. I... I feel like, though, that's because cyberpunk has become so popular as of late. Like, 80s cyberpunk style has just become, like, rampant throughout, like, uh, like, cult culture. And, or, like, cinema cult, like, classics and culture. Like, you you had that uh, film, like, Kung Fury, which was kind of like that. And I love those films. They're, they're all great, and the soundtracks are always, like, super awesome. Uh, and Vangelis, like, just took that... Always took that in a different direction. Like, like those films, like, always did, like, very action-y, like, synths and that kind of thing. But no, they, they took it to, like, a very emotional, uh, like, place. Yeah. And I love that they did that. I, I think they're also doing the new film, which also makes me excited... Uh, you know, Harrison Ford is still in it and everything, um, but he's not, like, the main, main character this time. Yeah, like, it's, um, like, he's obviously there, he's playing the same character he played in the first movie, just 
obviously much older, and they're passing like the sort of main character status to Ryan Gosling, which actually is part of the reason why I kind of want to see it, because ever since the movies like La La Land and The Nice Guys, I've oh I've been enjoying Ryan Gosling's work, and I can't wait to see what he does with this. Yeah, I mean, like, he's a good actor. Um, you know, I... I, I don't know, it's like, I feel like this is again going to be one of those films that might have just built up too much, like, tension in the weight uh, of the next film. Um, and, you know, the, the, the film is based off the book, uh, Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? And I never read the book, I kind of want to, though. Because, um, I mean, the story is essentially the same... Uh, you know, like, to, to a T, I almost. Okay, so, um, the, the new movie, which is coming out, Blade Runner 2, there's no, um, there's no, like, book, that, at least as far as I know, based on it, because Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep was kind of its own thing. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, alright, so that, uh, at least does it for the playlist. I love all of these artists, I love all of these films, at least the ones I've seen, to be clear. <laughs> uh, but I'm sure, I'm sure they're, like, all fantastic, I'm sure they're all good. You know, e e even, even Skyfall, you know, I, I love Adele, uh, she's great. Um, the film, that film was also good, so, yeah. Don't really have any gripes with any of these films. Again, as far as I've seen, no, I know, like myself, I've, I've I haven't seen uh, maybe like a, a number of the films that are on this playlist. But like based on the soundtrack alone, it's something that I'd at least want to like check out and see for myself because you know what's a good what's a good movie without a really good soundtrack? Am I right? Absolutely. You know, and uh, I said in the description of the uh, playlist, I was like, you know, some some soundtracks make or break the movie, and then some soundtracks just kind of, uh, I don't remember what I said, but it's like, they kind of almost are the movie, if they're that good. Uh, and I don't necessarily totally want them to be that, you know, I want the film to be just as good as the music, in my own opinion. Right. Anyway, uh, on to, uh, I guess, music news or anything, you know, from your end? Uh, well, not so much news, but I can say, um, the last, like, day or two, I've been jamming out to a lot of, I'm trying, I, I hope I pronounce this right, uh, that, it's, uh, this rap artist, XXX Temptation or something like that. I feel like I've heard of that. You, you probably have, I mean, like. The Fine Brothers just, just had a parents react to him, and they played a few songs. Uh, and one of the songs was on, like, the top 100 on Spotify for a while. Uh, I think it was called Look At Me, which has been, the like, honestly a jam for the day, along with I Don't Want to Do This Anymore. Two completely different moods by the same artist, and they're both, like, good in their own way. Like, Look At Me, I'll Walk Around, and it's, like, just this fucking badass vibe. And then... I don't want to do this anymore. It's this such this whole like melancholy vibe. Um, it's just like that. I 
it's something that you can definitely like fall asleep to peacefully. It's something that can like make calm you down if you're having a bad day. Um, but yeah, like I, I'd highly recommend giving him a a little look see, if, even if you're not into uh, rap. Just you know, like it's kind of it's almost like some of his songs are like a very like hard rap kind of like almost like a dark vibe to it, which I really like a dark, like, I guess you can say like a metal vibe. So. Hmm, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. And I'm How sure you'll, you? you'll throw me uh, a line to that later. Oh, of course. Awesome. Uh, let's see. I guess from my end of things, not really too much, but uh, anyone that's a fan of the toadies, I don't know if you are. Uh, oh no! I I mean, like, I'm not like. I love their song "Possum Kingdom," though. I haven't heard much else. Uh, they have a, a couple of other like really good things. I I'm sure like everyone was like, "Yeah, Guitar Hero." You know, I used to be so good at that game. Oh my god! Like there was <laughs> there was one time like I nailed the top 500 like area of the uh, <laughs> of one of the songs on in the game. You know on the leaderboards, and I was, like, so happy. I was like, oh, my God, I'm so good. On what difficulty, though? Expert. I always play on expert. Okay, good. Because I was going to say, like, anyone can say they're in the top 500, but if they're doing it on easy mode, bruh, I'd be on to you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, so, yeah, as you were saying about the Toadies. Uh, they have released a new cover of a, like, a classic Call uh, this this old song called "I Put a Spell on You." Interesting. Uh, and I don't know. It's it's different. They they just I feel like they just took it in a different direction. It's like I don't know. It's it's not for me, but it's it's for someone. I mean, maybe it's like whatever. I mean, I guess they just like the the song. You know, I I don't know anyone that doesn't necessarily not like that song. True. Oh, I'll definitely have to check that one out. Uh, just because I, again, like I, I enjoyed uh, Possum Kingdom when I first heard it, and I still like will jam out to it whenever I hear it. Yeah, it's I mean, so... other than that, at least as far as the stuff like I listen to, which again, a fair amount. Um, not not much. Uh, yeah, so like the K-pop band, like they came out with some new stuff. Um, and it's, it's still trying. Uh, oh, you know what? Did we talk about how, like, Mastodon came out with something new recently before? No, I don't think we did. Uh, yeah, they did. Um, hold on, let me find it. Yeah, to toe-to-toes. Toe-to-toes. It's, uh, it's a single, and it's it's a great piece. I have it in my personal like songs list on Spotify already. Like uh, I had it the day it came out. It came out like August thirty first though. Oh dang, that's recent, but at the same time not. Yeah. So so you know, I mean, like you said, recent but not, but definitely a really good piece if you're a fan of Mastodon. Toads, check that out. Hell yeah. Uh, let's see. Anything else uh i guess as far as you know like the popular stuff uh sam smith came out with something uh portugal the man they have like a focus uh spotify like thing like 
You know, like they do like... Yeah. Oh, no, oh, actually, okay, Portugal the Man just came out with a new single. I didn't see that. All right. That's what that is. Okay, so that's the thing. Um, <laughs> there's that new Zane song that, you know, is out there. People are talking about that. Uh, everyone knows about that. Jeezy uh, came out with something. Demi Lovato did. Beck's new album is still, you know, still still out there as well. Still uh, impressing people. Yep. Uh, Hugh, our, our fraternity brother, Hugo. Uh, Hugo? Yeah. I hear Hugo. What? Yeah, he was listening to uh, one of the other bands I listened to, and I, uh, I put it up. Uh, on the on here on Anchor when we were going towards the indie playlist, but we didn't like do the podcast yet. You know when I was putting up all the music for that, uh, he yep. was listening to nothing but Thieves, which is this great band. I don't know if you've ever heard of them, but definitely nope. sounds no. cool. Oh no, they're great. They're totally great. He was listening to their new um, album called Broken Machine. Really cool. Uh, Music, uh, in, indie rock band, uh, they're, they're actually good, you know, like, to me, I'm, I'm a huge rock and roll person, metal person, and, uh, to me, like, Reese, as of recent, at least, rock is dead. Very, very dead. Okay, Gene Simmons, I'm gonna need to take a big step back. Oh, thanks. Um, <laughs> but no, really, no, it's totally dead. I, I just don't feel like a lot of really amazing stuff has been coming out, or, like, Maybe, I guess, not at least hard rock. Like, I guess hard rock is dead is the thing to say. Like, maybe not all rock. Because, you know, rock is, like, blending and changing into to different things like many other genres, I guess. Right. Uh, so, you know. And it, it, I don't know. That just kind of makes me sad that, like, you know, hard rock... Hard, hard rock hard is rock. kind of... <laughs> shut up. Hard rock... Is kind of I said it again, mother. F- mm. Two for two, keep two, going. Two for two, uh, but yeah, no, it makes me sad that that's kind of dead. Oh, I thought he was gonna say it again. Bugger. No, shut up. I'm not doing that. But anymore. yeah, nice. Um, yeah, I'll definitely have to check that because that just the artist and the t- the album sound like something I enjoy listening to. So I definitely gotta check them out. See if they see if they are worth coming on to like my playlists and shit. Yeah, that no. sounds really like an asshole thing to say, but hey. I mean, better. hey, you know what? I am a music snob anyway, so I really don't care. Oh, no, yeah. Um, okay, so I guess on to next week's uh, list, then. So, I want to postpone the uh, your list. So, like, we'll, we'll get to that. Like, Shook! Yeah, we'll get, we'll get to that, like, next week. And uh, discuss that at a different point. So what I wanted to do, I wanted to do sometimes here and there, I wanted to focus on interesting, different genres and things. I, again, as long as it like flows kind of from one genre we cover to the next. Right. So you and me were going to make a playlist together. Friendship, teamwork, brotherhood, etc. Buzzwords. Yes, and we are going to do a piece on what is Vaporwave, what is it, where did it come from, yada yada, like, wh- and where has it gone, you know, so far. Oh boy. 
I'm so sad that we can't make a playlist and have Macintosh Plus on it. I'm so sad. I know. I'm sad too about that, but there's still plenty on on here that like is within the realm of that genre. So, uh, you stop rustling, shit. <laughs> Fucking hear you. Um. So okay. So to to be clear uh, about what vaporwave is for people that also don't know what that is, vaporwave is um like a very nostalgic genre of music that focuses on synths, on like you know very like eighty style instrumentation, uh, but like in a very specific way. So like. Uh, the best way I've always tried to explain it is, like, back in, like, I guess, maybe not 80s, but, like, early 90s, early 2000s, 90s to 2000s music, like, style music, um, using 80s instruments, more so. That's how I should have said it. And then, take, like, take, like, the music you heard when they're, like, oh, here's the... The weekly weather, that like kind of like weird jazz elevator music they would play when that came up. That's what vaporwave is, and it's glorious. I mean, do you feel like I did a decent job of explaining that? Do you feel like I missed something or? Yeah, no, yeah, I'd say so. Or if you wanted to break it down in even simpler terms for some people. Take a song that you know and enjoy and slow it down to a level where it sounds like elevator music or like very laid back. Because, like, literally, I've seen YouTube, so people take stuff like Redbone by Childish Gambino and they slow it down to a point and they're like, boom, it's Vaporwave. I mean, that's, uh, that, that's true. I guess, you know, that's like one of the ways it's transforming. But I guess, like, we'll, we'll do a piece on that. Like, we're going we're gonna to cover that and um, who knows? Maybe we'll even make a video about that. What the hell is that? That is the fire alarm in my building going off. Oh shit, well, have fun, get out of here. <laughs> uh, okay, so I guess we'll use that siren to say that this show is over. We'll see you next time, everyone. Uh, and by the way, again, if you missed the music, like, within that 24-hour window, I always leave a link to said music, to said playlist, within um, the posts. So make sure you click on that so you know what we're talking about. Thanks for joining us, and see you next time.